kind of an ass. And the interactions between them are hilarious. Oh, yeah? The first monster he fights is a slime. But even after it's dead, he blows overpower magic at the corpse to make sure it's dead. And that's supposed to be the paranoia? Yeah. All He's right. so overly cautious. He buys three sets of armors. Right off the bat. One for protection, one for a spare, and one for a spare spare. Nice. He likes to be prepared. So what's the name of that anime? Um, Cautious Hero. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Very straightforward name. Oh, man. Uh. <laughs> so welcome to today's podcast. Oh, you... You started off the podcast without telling me. Well, I mean, you you were mid-sentence, so I, I didn't want to be rude and interrupt. No. <laughs> Anyways, we're on our way to, to work. You're coming to work with me? Yep, because this is not a work day for me, but we're heading out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even though, I mean, you really need a haircut <laughs> and a beard trim. But we'll take I care of that. I prefer the beard trim. I don't mind the hair. What? Well, I don't mind the length of my hair. Oh, right. Got it. It's mainly the beard that's Yeah, but you haven't showered in how many days now? I showered yesterday morning. Oh, you know, there's that. So, what is it with the, your generation and, and not wanting to be clean every day? Not necessarily not wanting to be clean. We're just so focused, hyper-focused on one thing. Completely forget about the other. <laughs> so, what are you hyperly focused on, or do I want to know? What are you implying? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely nothing. That depends. It could be video games. It could be sleep. Okay. It could be food. All right, you got me really nervous that last time. <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't know what was going to come out of your mouth. So. I was like, what do you take me for? Some kind of degenerate? I mean, you are 18 year old. Okay, I can't follow you there. <laughs> but anyway, so um, what do you think today's podcast should be about? Um, I've been racking my brain and I only have so much wisdom to give. <laughs> So what are our plans for, um, oh, did you get the video onto a thumb drive? I think I know the answer to this. Sugar honey iced tea. Mm, okay. <laughs> I don't know what your policy is for this podcast, but. Yeah, I don't know. I think I swore once. Oh. But it's not like I have, uh any uh, sponsors or anything that I have to worry about. Uh, I guess that's true. Oh, look, it's the 5-0. Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? I never watched a single episode from that series. But they what? managed to get the song stuck in my head. What, Bad Boys? 
or, the cop, or a cop series. The cop series that used that yeah, song. Yeah, because there was a movie, uh, there were two movies that were put out called Bad Boys. same sort of gameplay process or like similar concepts yet they're both have astounding fan base like a lot of fans and stuff yeah and while others don't well a lot of times people tend to focus on the differences mm. and when they focus on the differences they don't seem so similar that's totally hey, that's particularly like I like um, video games now um, because a lot of the archetypes have already been done, mm-hmm. so you can get inspiration quite easily, but it's the storyline that I love to do on my own, because that's something that a lot of people can make their own. Yeah, well, and, and what's interesting is um, there's a lot to be explored as far as storyline, because majority of even cinema right now which is for my generation is uh, one of the main things of popular culture is cinema and TV. I mean, we're the ones that will sit down and Netflix and chill, right? Sit there and binge watch series or watch movies and stuff like that. Whereas you guys are the YouTube generation. But one of the things that I feel like hasn't been explored very much is, you know, the standard plot arc. I think you learned that when you took your fantasy writing class, right? Mm, yeah. Where you, like, introduce the characters, there's a conflict, there's a build-up, and then there's a resolution, and then it comes down, and um, I can't remember what the last one is. Horizon Zero Dawn had that storyline, plot line. Well, if you think about it, every single movie out there right now, it feels like has that same plot. But with video games, there's a lot of twists and turns where you're meeting certain... Like, you have a long segment in which the character's just lost. And that makes it really interesting, because you don't know what you're doing. In a good way. Yeah, and you don't feel like you're getting forced down this path. Which is why things like Minecraft and the open-ended games are so interesting. Now, what I think would be interesting is... I thought I heard a siren. What I think would be interesting... I heard something like that. What I think would be interesting, though, is if you... If you kind of blended that, where... You end up with an open story... But there's all these possibilities for storylines. There's games out there like that. Mm. A really old version of that sort of game is... Yeah, they used to have... They used to have books that were like that, where you come to a spot and then you have to make a choice. But it's still linear. You only have those choices that are given to you. But they never give you the choice of just not engaging with the storyline. 
well, I guess Skyrim sort of became that because you could mod it in which you could override the story arc and make mm-hmm. yourself have something completely new. Like, there was even mods that added new regions that were new to explore. Yeah. So why don't... the Why has nobody... It seems like nobody's created, like... I don't know how to explain it any any other way other than, like, the OS of a video game. So you have the bare bones, like, here's the world. And then you can go into that world and create whatever it is that you want. That actually sounds like Starbase to me. Oh, yeah? This game that's coming out. Um, What it is, is the way they constructed it, they have some, like, baseline, like, building blocks for characters to get started... But it's an open world, like, societal thing where you can have multiple different kinds of jobs that are open to certain people. All you have to do is fuel credits. You can make, like, a, a thriving economy within it. You can build your own ships. Mm-hmm. Um, build your own, like, little outposts. Make your own factions. Have your own companies within that game. And you can have them interact with each other. Like, some companies could uh, pledge loyalties to certain factions and fuel, like, their war effort as they war against other factions. This is all concept that they're discussing and actually trying to put into practice. This is why I've been following that particular game for so long. I've been keeping tabs on it because I'm excited and I'm personally hoping I can get signed up for the early access. It was supposed to be, uh, the early access was supposed to be released this year, but um, it was postponed to uh, next year. Okay. Which is never a bad thing for video games. Sometimes it's... I, this is why I'm mind-boggled why people get upset that games have been delayed. Mm-hmm. Because the reason why it's delayed is because they're not satisfied with it and they want to make it better. Yeah. We see that with Kickstarter all the time with new products. Where... Where they will... Sorry... Thought I heard a siren again. No, it's the, it was it's just the my brakes. brakes. Yeah. No, no, it's not your brakes. It's the truck's brakes next to you. Mm. How about that cyber truck, man? People are already making memes about it. <laughs> I figured they would. I think it's. I think it's cool. Like I recently watched a video of these people playing VR uh, TTT, mm-hmm. which is uh, Trouble in Terrorist Town. Yeah. Um, and they were in a map where their characters were like all blocky-ish and so the cars were blocky so it's like hey look it's the uh, mm-hmm. te- Tesla truck and then they threw a gun at it it's like no that's not the Tesla, Tesla truck the windows didn't break <laughs> <laughs> did you see he came out with uh, his explanation on why they broke why um, well first he he sent out a slow-mo video capture of them testing it before the before they had the launch or whatever, right? Yeah. And he threw the he threw the um, the gla- uh, sorry the steel ball at the glass and it just bounced right off. Yeah. So they tested it beforehand, and it worked. And what he thinks happened is when he went up and hit the door with the sledgehammer, it um, it put uh, cracks across the bottom of the window. So that's a design flaw they found. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. That's what people don't realize. For me, I don't. I don't care about the windows cracking or breaking when they did that. I mean, that's embarrassing when 
well, the ball didn't go through the window. Exactly. That's what <laughs> I thought. It's like, it, it, it cracked like a windshield would, you know? It's still pretty cool. <laughs> but who's going to be throwing steel balls at their windows? Anyways. Oh, um, there's kids throwing rocks over the bridge. Well, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. So, for me, what everybody's stuck on is the design. And I'm still, I'm sitting here over on the sidelines just shouting at everybody going, since one, since when have people bought trucks because they, they look super like aerodynamic and bendy and all that stuff. The, the truck design, the design of a truck has not changed since like the 19, I want to say 1970s, man. It has the same general slight alterations, uh-huh. like the lights maybe become boxier, like instead of yeah, just the circles. You look at it, even the 60s, like the trucks still look very similar to what they do now. The only thing that's changed is as they've gotten older, they, they have more bendy parts. And so, when you're designing something, you do want to have, like, if you, you're designing a truck, and you want to make a statement that this truck is so different than anything else out there, then you make it look different than anything else out there. And the people that see it, and they have that initial reaction of just, oh, that's so ugly. I mean, I remember having that same reaction to, um, I think it was like the Honda Element, what the heck is that? It's a, it's kind of a boxy sort of uh, car. And it looks like a box with a little, like, smaller box in front of it. It, it doesn't... I mean, I never... I When it first it came out, like I didn't first, think it looked that great. It sounded like my first attempt of making a car in Minecraft. Yeah, but <laughs> but everybody seems to overlook all the cool features that this 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 truck has. You know, you have an all pneumatic uh, suspension. You can raise and lower the chassis on the on the wheels. So, like, if you need the extra clearance, you you basically can push a button and make your truck higher. Or if you need more of a performance because you're on the freeway, you can lower it down. So it feels like it's on rails, like you're in a in a sports car almost. That's what I imagined, anyways. I didn't get a ride in it, but so that's a cool feature. There's an onboard compressor, so you can like hook up hoses and pneumatic tools to it. There's uh, there's plugins. I mean, like they showed driving this all electric ATV up into the bed of the truck, and the guy gets out, and it's like nobody's paying attention. He, he takes a plug and plugs it into the freaking truck to charge it. A what? What was the thing you plugged in? Like, spaced on what you said was being plugged into the truck. The the ATV, the all-electric ATV, to charge it. It was plugged in. They, there was this little compartment he opened up, and he plugs in the ATV. Into the truck. Into the truck. How much battery life does that truck have? Assuming if I know... Depending what, which model you get. Um, like the three-engine model, it's got to have a giant-ass battery in there. Because, yeah, it's supposed to go 500 miles. You wanna know what and, I, that has, and it has three engines. You wanna know what I think... I uh, imagine there's one up front and two in the back. I want to know what I think Tesla's sort of, like, missed out on. Hmm. Installing, like, 
embedded solar panels in the roof of their cars. No, that's in the truck. It's in the tr- they did that to the truck. Yeah, you know the thing that like rolls up and down. It looks like there's a there's a solar panel inside of it. Do they actually mention it? Um, I think he tweeted about it recently when he was showing the the tweets about the the windows. So the bed of the truck is a solar panel. No, the the thing that covers the bed of the truck. The thing that people look at and say, that's not a truck because it's got this dented back. And it's like, well, it's a solar panel. <laughs> and and it moves, it retracts. So, yeah, that is a bed of a truck. And it's just funny but because... If, if, if it, something's covering the bed of the truck, that means Papa's truck isn't a truck. Exactly. Because <laughs> he's got... I mean, what, what do most people put on their trucks? They'll either have a, uh, a bed cover... Which, that's what that is, but instead of going straight across, it has a slant, because <laughs> heaven forbid we have water running off of it, and then, <laughs> or a solar panel to be able to catch uh, some sunlight and charge it. Which you want it. But how cool is that? You just park it someplace, and while it's parked, it's charging. <laughs> what? Like, really? We're getting closer to closer to, I mean, it looks like Mad Max, man. You don't need gasoline town no more. All you need is bullet town and the one that grows all the vegetables. <laughs> that was meant to be funny, but I guess you'd have to know I, Mad Max I, in order to... I, you've watched Mad Max with me before, right? I think so. Yeah, you had the three different groups. You had the one where it was the dude with the mask... I thought there was two, not three. Well, no, there was the dude with the mask, right? And they, they had mother's milk and whatever, but they also had all these, like, green plants that they were growing. And they had a source that was of fresh theirs. water. Yeah, because they, they had the water. So I guess the best way to describe it is freshwater town. And then the other towns were, one of them was gasoline. That's where everybody got their, their petrol from. And then the other one was bullet town, which is where everybody got their bullets for their guns. That means they must have like a sulfur deposit if they're making the bullets or they just found a surplus of bullets. Could be either I'm of thinking, those. I'm thinking more along the lines of for a sustainable society they found a sulfur deposit and they know how to make bullets. Possible. I mean, it'd have to. It'd have to be able to know how to make gunpowder and have all the materials for it. And then they probably have some sort of, I don't know. It'll really show what's inside of Bullet Town but just know that those are the three big big people in that area. But you could be like, oh, the apocalypse has come. There's no infrastructure. You got all the other tests. You'd probably be hunted down like, by all those groups because of your electric car because everybody'd want it. <laughs> Even if the glass isn't hundred percent bulletproof. Well, you can always modify your truck uh-huh. to the standards you want it. I mean, well, and that's what that whole movie was about. All those cars were modified. You know, they were either souped up or armored, and or custom both. vehicles, custom vehicles, <laughs> custom vehicles. Yeah, but anyways, back Lego to the back to the cyber truck. So, I mean, I'm not buying it because of the you know impending apocalypse. It's it's my way to be able to have something that's utilitarian. That it would have, like, total utility 
it has a, a lot of the features that I really want in a truck, including the ability to, to tow quite a bit. And um, for reasonable, I mean, for an electric truck, that's pretty freaking reasonable what they're asking for. It. The starting price is 39000 I actually was expecting at least fifty mm-hmm. for that thing. <laughs> Which I think the model that I was looking at was about fifty, but the top end is like seventy. And that's the one with the three motors, and I imagine it's got a bunch of other things tricked out on it. But have we ever discussed on your podcast about um, my dream home? Uh, we never talked about it on the podcast, though. No. Yeah. Um, I know uh, Tesla already came out with their electric, like... Semi. Semi-trucks. They haven't started shipping yet, but yeah, they, they announced it and everything. So, the, the funny thing is, the first time I saw those, I thought self-sufficient um, mobile home. Yeah. Like, with the trailer for that semi-truck and, like... I would either A, buy a mobile home, mm-hmm. or construct my own out of, like, an old, like, what is old it? storage container. So, storage container. Yeah, shipping container. Or shipping container, yeah. yeah. Or something, or build something that's even more sturdy than that. Either that one. Yeah. And, like, just make it, like, pretty much self-sufficient, where... The mobile home itself would probably have a... If I built my own, I'd probably add in some extra batteries to plug in to the semi-truck for longer last. And... Well, and solar panels and... Well, that's why right. I was going to mention that afterwards. Sorry. And s- install a system of solar panels on the roof of it. Maybe a couple extras if I'm, like, sitting parked in. Because I don't think... Uh, actually, I do think, but... Solar panels, uh, a few more of them, just extras for particularly bad weather because you get some days where the solar panels are just not getting enough energy through them. So, a few extra ones to maybe lay on the ground and plug in. But, yeah, like it's completely self sufficient where the most I have to do is make some stops and wait for it to charge instead of spending a bunch of money on gasoline. Plus, I, I, I like tra- to travel and see new places, but I also like the comforts of my own home. So, yeah. that's technically my dream home. Plus, I can bring all my stuff, because I don't like leaving stuff behind when I visit family. Because then I can show off, all, show off all the new stuff. Yeah. And not have to pick and choose which console I can bring with me. Oh, it's all about the gaming consoles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, oh man, I guess that's today's podcast. What did we all cover? Cybertruck, plot lines. Sort of. We briefly, ta- briefly about touched it. on that. Um, what about video games. And uh, now, you know crazy RVs rather than buying a house your dream is to have this tricked out uh, Tesla semi for your home 
Yeah, plus I don't have to pay electric bills. So I forgot to mention that. True. You don't have to <laughs> depend on the grid. Except for, I mean, that's that's all good for, like, power, but you still got to figure out water and food. Well, that's, <laughs> that's the only few things I have to pay for. I have to pay to refill the water. You have to pay for poop? Well, to remove it. I'm pretty sure. Because you're not using this, your own septic tank unless you bought a plot of land just for septic tanks. Hmm. Even then, you still have to pay someone to empty those out, too. Yeah. But there's also... Um, there's compost, compostable toilets or whatever. I don't know how they work. I don't really look. Into That's something in research. Yeah. Maybe maybe you could look into NASA. I'm sure they have some sort of technology where you just recycle all the water. I still like the idea from your urine and whatnot. That's the one thing I won't do. I'm going to be honest. Because I hear too many, like, I'm not sure if it's true or not, but I heard if you recycle water enough, it starts losing its taste. Like, it just starts taking a bit flat. Well, I mean, a lot of people, the way they get around that is you just oxygenate the water. What they're referring to is when you boil water um, to purify it, it takes a lot of the oxygen. Like, sometimes there's this extra oxygen inside of the water. And so you just reincorporate the oxygen by, you know, aerating it. Um, another thing is, is a lot of people, when they're drinking water, there's a certain amount of mineral content. I think that's what you're referring yeah, to. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That causes the, uh, the water to taste like what everybody considers water to taste like. Yeah, because water itself does not have taste. Yep. It doesn't have. It doesn't affect our set the our palate mm-hmm. sensors or whatever. Yeah. Our tongue and our nose. The olfactory nerves. All right. Speaking of olfactory nerves, no, I'm just kidding. All right. So that's today's podcast. Ending on some poop humor. Thank you for listening. If you listened, uh, I don't know if anybody learned anything today, <laughs> but it you was fun. About us as, as individuals. Sure, there you go. And we got a nice little chit chat, I guess. So I'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>